0: mm hey guys welcome to the crackback podcast i'm josh and this is kenneth last night we live streamed on facebook and talked about a couple of a couple of games uh let everybody see our face get to know us a little bit but we're gonna dive right into last week's college football games start with the first game of the year which is miami versus florida florida won 24 to 20 and it was uh shit show not the best showing for either team to say the least uh Felipe Franks had three turnovers, through two interceptions, and one fumble. Florida's defense, however, had ten sacks against Miami. They just couldn't couldn't stop anything coming off the edge. Tackles couldn't block worth a shit, and uh, lit up Miami pretty hard. Five turnovers total in the whole game.
1: Four of them coming from. It was rough. Florida. So it, it was it was bad. It was rough. Uh, there, yeah, there was more turnovers than touchdowns. Yeah. There was five five turnovers and four touchdowns a couple runs couple let's see one run and three touchdowns one each coming from miami and then of course florida snuck some in there
0: yeah felipe franks did not look good did not look as good as advertised by himself uh tate martell got to play a little bit on the offensive side of the ball playing a little bit of receiver and That was really about it for him. (laughs) One for negative
1: one, baby. Let's go. Caught a
0: little screen pass and got drilled. Uh, Bad decision on his part to go down to Miami. If he had a chance to do it again, I'm sure he would not. Uh, But other than that, not much to say about Florida or Miami. Uh, As a Florida State fan, I'm glad they both looked as great as they looked because it gives (laughs) me hope. Maybe Florida State could (laughs) sneak a win or two out of those those guys. But uh, moving on to – Ohio State versus FAU. The only real thing to talk about there is how good Justin Fields looked. Threw four touchdowns, ran for another one. Guy looked 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 like he should have still been in Georgia as a starting quarterback. Nothing against Jake Fromm or anybody, but the guy looked looked like he was NFL ready against FAU. 18 to 25, 234 yards, four touchdowns. Yeah. Guy was guy was on point that game. Uh
1: Running back looked good that night, too. I've seen a couple good runs from him. Oh, yeah. The whole offense looked was, like was it was it Dobbins taken? or something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They look good. Uh, Ohio State will be tough in the Big Ten. They are every year. Uh, with Urban, without Urban, it doesn't really matter. They've got hog mollies up front. They can block and usually got a receiver or two that makes the quarterback look great, even when they make a iffy throw sometimes. They don't have a big name wide receiver for the first time in a while. Yeah. But they'll, uh, by the end of the season, might have one make a name for itself, especially with a guy like Justin Fields under center. Yeah, he um,
1: he ran for 61. So, yeah, he, he was right around 300 total yards. But yeah. I didn't figure he was going to play the whole game anyways, what what he like missed the last couple series yeah, or something. I mean,
0: FAU, they're not going to.
1: He, he did have a fumble and he lost it. So, yeah, he needs to keep a grip on that pig skin.
0: First game of the season, though, he's still got a lot of. A lot of time under his belt or a lot of time to get under his belt to fix those little small issues. And I'm sure he'll make some mistakes throughout the year. But The way he was playing, I don't
1: see the other guy really getting any playing time unless he absolutely stinks it up. Yeah,
0: if Justin Fields wants to lose that job, he will. But other than that – I don't see it happening, but what do I know? Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Moving on, Oklahoma versus Houston. Oklahoma 49-31. The big story of that is Jalen Hurts looking like he is uh, a Heisman, Heisman Trophy yeah. candidate. Yeah, number looks, one right now. Yeah, looks like a Heisman Trophy winner in that game. He knows. missed three passes all yeah, night. Kid had three incompletions the whole well, the whole three quarters he played because he didn't even play the fourth quarter. But other than he had five hundred and eight yards, six total touchdowns, three on the ground, three through the air. And I mean, he looked he looked the part. And they weren't short runs.
1: No, no, he was. Uh, he had, he, his long was forty three yards. He punched that bad boy in there. That was that was a nice little run for him. He also had a
0: fumble though. Yeah, he had did a lose fumble. that. So he's gonna he's gonna have to have something going on with that. And he made it clear during the post game that there was no reason to celebrate that win as if it was huge. That he made sure everybody knew that he had to work on himself and rally the team to be better as a team completely and get the offense clicking even better than what it was. He said they needed to improve. Yeah. So, Which, if
1: they improve, then that means it's going to be really scary for everybody else because they look really good. Their defense has a lot of things. like, But Houston's also got a pretty decent offense. Houston's, but they also gave up 35 points, yeah. which is kind of a – Houston has a
0: good team all around. Their defense is pretty good. Their offense is usually pretty good. But I know, I know a lot of these SEC guys around our area – Says, oh, the Big Ten, Pac-12, Big Ten, all those guys don't have defense. That's they don't play defense out there. Oklahoma's defense looked real good to me in the first half of the ball game. Oh yeah. It's second half, they kind of fell apart. Started, it looked like they were gas. Looked like they weren't. The first game jitters. Yeah, first there, game but... jitters happen, and it just looked looked like they just slowed down a little bit and started taking it easy. I'm sure if they get halfway through the year and start playing a team like OK State or something that. No, they're gonna smack them around. Isn't gonna pull off the gas. Nah. Isn't gonna, you know, it's gonna be close the they're, whole They're gonna pound that rock and make sure their defense gets, yeah, their gets def- some rest. Defense is gonna have some rest. They're not gonna be pushing the ball downfield as much. And the defense will step up in a game like that, I'm sure. But the big story, like we said, Jalen Hurts looking every Money. bit as Money. good as as good as he was supposed to. Uh then you had some upstate upsets, of course. Uh that's an understatement. You had Mizzou losing to Wyoming. Womp
1: womp womp. With Kelly Bryant, his first game. Yeah, did Kelly Bryant did look bad though? But the fact that he lost just kind of
0: not a good look for a new transfer. And the what well, they lost that they had the lead in that game.
1: Yeah, and lost it. Like it what, was it a turnover at the end that kind of cost yeah. them that game or yeah, something? I believe it was an was interception or something.
0: Yeah, they uh they did not look like the. The SEC powerhouse they did the first year they got into the I'm say they conference. Were, yeah.
1: We'll say, I'll hold off on the whole powerhouse part yeah. because Missouri really ain't been hitting on no, for a
0: while. Their, their first year in the conference, they looked look like they were going to be a contender. But, uh, but Kelly Bryant did look good, though. He did. That he did. 31 of 48,
1: 423, two touchdowns, and the costly interception. Yeah. That's going to be the. Yeah, that's. That's but they the, also
0: turned the ball over three times. Yeah, the, the interception is going to be what sticks out, and them losing the game, that stick out to everybody. Let's see. Kelly
1: Bryant lost a fumble as well. So, two, two of the three turnovers was on him. Yeah. So, like I said, ball security is how you make it in the league. And, like I said, with that happening, you can't expect a win when you have that many turnovers in a game. Like, even though you're playing Wyoming, who, you know, for everybody – Anywhere, not in a power five, that's a nobody. Yeah. cupcake supposed to go in there, smack them around a little bit, throw them a, a check a, It's a roll. paycheck
0: game for them. Yeah, that's it's awesome.
1: supposed to be a paycheck yeah. game. But those boys, their quarterback was six of 16.
0: Yeah.
1: They, they came, had two, well, let's see, their quarterback and their starting running back went over 100 with a touch each. Like I said, they really
0: wasn't hitting on much. No, nah, like, but they came in with, I guess you could say they came in with more passion and more drive than Mizzou. You can always tell somebody wants a little more, and apparently that night they yeah. did because that wasn't hitting on nothing. Yeah, Wyoming wanted to win that game a little bit more than Mizzou wanted it. But uh, let's go to Tennessee losing to Georgia State. Oh, rocky flop. The uh, the Vols did not look their best. Sorry, Casey. It was uh, a shit show. It, it wasn't <laughs> a good look for Jeremy Pruitt. Uh, he was already – I won't say on the hot seat, but fans were. Oh, was, he's, he's, after was, that game. He's definitely it was on the hot it was seat. make or break for Pruitt, and that game that game set him back a ways. Yeah, because uh, was it Garantano?
1: How is that? Is that how say? Say his name. Yeah. He was highly erratic. Balls flying yeah, everywhere. Didn't didn't look like a pound he look five quarterback.
0: Yeah, he, he didn't look comfortable the whole game. Nah, he didn't. Look, um, he didn't look like a guy that was under center for. a major collegiate program like U T. Oh yeah.
1: Like he had he had an explosive play for the fifty four yards. That was a really good drop in pass to that kid. But like I said, twenty six of 40, 311. eleven. Two touches is fine. The interception not so much, but the just like I said, there's a lot of a lot of misfires in there. He also lost a fumble, so that's, you know yeah. two turnovers just on him alone. But also you play in Georgia State, which we have a local guy playing
0: for Georgia State. From Florence High School. There you go. And that was, an again, another paycheck game. Georgia yeah. State supposed to come in. $950,000 yeah. to come get that dub. Supposed to come in and get a paycheck and an L and go back home to Atlanta. But they uh, they showed out and beat a Power 5 team in Tennessee. That,
1: that's probably the best win they've ever had as a program, to be honest. Oh, yeah. That's, that's probably their number one. Hang that. They're gonna have that everywhere. So that's the, that's, that's gonna be some good recruiting stuff. Yeah. Hey, we went into Tennessee, and we smacked somebody around. It's
0: the Georgia Georgia Southern beating Florida that year. You know, mm-hmm. that's,
1: Appalachian beating Michigan. Oosh.
0: Yeah, going to the big house and getting a win. That's that's huge wins for these programs. Might look like huge losses for these Power Five teams, but for these small schools, these FBS schools that go in to these home home stadiums and get the big win like that, that is huge for those small-time schools. For oh, yeah. Recruiting.
1: That's like, you know, is going to have some big games coming up in the near yeah. future. If they can find some way to get some wins, it's going to look really, really good for them being, you know, small-town in Alabama, taking it to the big boys. they got Montana tomorrow. Yeah.
0: And, I mean, they've already had a lot of, I won't say national press coverage, but – when they were when Bowden was there and they were getting all those transfers, all the high in. Pl-
1: the high caliber players, Preston Parker, yeah, uh, what was it, uh, a Miko of kids, McSwain from yeah. Ole Miss, a couple of
0: kids from Ole Miss, uh, the wide receiver
1: from Pittsburgh, yeah, he was a boss. Um, yeah. They had
0: they had talent coming in from everywhere, everywhere, and, and they got national coverage based on that alone.
1: Janoris Jenkins, who is in the NFL, starting at corner
0: now, he's with the New York Giants. Yeah, yeah. So they uh, schools like that they get big big wins at these big time programs and it just does does wonders for their recruiting. It might not be they might not they're not getting five star guys. No. But they're getting guys that might go to a D2 school or something like that. But if they can stay closer to home and go to one of these small FBS schools, then that's what they're gonna do if the if that program has big wins under their belt. Oh yeah. Uh, don't want to talk about it. Heard enough about it all week. <laughs> Tired of it. It can't Just, be that bad. Florida State losing to Boise State. <laughs> okay, yeah, that is pretty bad. All right. Gave up an 18 point lead that they had. Uh, Kendall brawls first game as offensive coordinator. Offense looked great during the first half. Looked great. I mean, Cowmakers had like a 54 yard run for a touchdown. Uh running backs breaking tackles, quarterback, uh Justin Blackman, his making throws. were uh, they good throws? Oh, for the most part, yeah. But I mean, they just they just fell apart second half. And it was it was it was hard to watch. They got away from the run, the defense, they started doing soft zone coverage and just letting Boise State pick them apart. It wasn't it wasn't contested throws, it wasn't anything like that. It was picking them apart, and it was rough to watch. Uh Boise State is a is a program though that goes to these Power Five teams and, and beats them. gets wins. They <laughs>
1: they've been doing that for years. They've though. been
0: doing it forever. Statue of Liberty against Oklahoma in the Fiesta Bowl that's a big time win for them. And uh, let's say they beat Oregon.
1: You must say Oregon. That's when um, oh sucker punch came about. Uh, what's his name? LeGarrett the running back, Laguerre
0: Blunt. Blunt. Yeah, I mean with the right hook, baby. Boise State goes into these these guys' houses. Everybody under,
1: under underestimates them yeah. because they're a smaller school. Don't thinking that they can just run them over. Hey, come get this check and take this L. But people that overlook games like that—that happens all the time. Freaking Ole Miss has lost them. Alabama's lost yeah. them. Everybody's lost them. It's always going to happen. Yeah, it's, it's, but on the scale of you know the Tennessee, the Michigan, that's that's pretty. that's
0: oh, yeah. pretty high up there, and and it's it's hard to take. But um, I'm I'm. I'm happy it wasn't a team like Georgia State. I can deal with losing to Boise State. Like I said, Boise State goes in They're a,
1: they're known.
0: Yeah, they go into these games and pull out wins not regularly, but
1: I guarantee if you ask more lot. people, they would know Boise State's head coach's name before they would know Georgia State's coach's name. Guaranteed all day long. Like being like if your coach is known then, you know, some people are going to know, but the fo- the fact that um, what was it, uh, Brian Harson?
0: What's Georgia State's, guy? Oh, who knows? I, I couldn't tell you. I, you hold a gun to my head, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. But, uh, you know, in that game, James Blackman, he had 327 yards, only had 10 incompletions, three touchdowns. Cam Akers ran for 116 yards and a touchdown. Uh, to Marion Terry, had four receptions for 99 yards and a touchdown. I mean, these, these are – Good stats, but then the second half, I mean, they fall apart. Fall apart. and uh, True freshman quarterback for Boise State had a four, uh, 407 yards and one TD. He was 30 of 51. Uh, hey, that's, that's a lot of passes for a freshman. The running back Mahone, he had 142 yards rushing and two touchdowns. One of their wide receivers had 103 yards receiving. I mean, these guys showed up in the second half, and it was all Boise State. I mean, there's no no denying that. So, it was a tough loss, but a lot of people's calling for Willie Taggart's head, wanting him to get fired now or saying he deserves to get fired. But it's early. New offensive coordinator. Uh, defensive coordinator has some kinks to work out and stuff. I think they can turn it around. I think they still have a productive season.
1: Uh, I, I think they'll be fine. Like I said, that first game, you're not used to a full game, getting beaten, drug around the whole game. You know, things fall apart. Momentum swings happen all oh, the time. Yeah. I've been a part of plenty of them in my playing days. So, yeah. I've been there before. So, I know what it's like. But I I, I think they – I think Willie, he has to get it done, technically. Oh, he does. Uh, he has to get it done. But I think the guys – the guys should be all right and be ready to step up. there. I don't think they'll allow, allow that again. But, hey, worse things
0: have yeah, happened. It has – but – uh, another thing in that game, Willie Taggart catching a lot of scrutiny because he said it, hydration played a big part in it. He There's think, Gatorade everywhere. He doesn't think his team was hydrated enough. But you look at time of possession, Boise State had the ball 40 minutes and three seconds well, it was only compared to Florida State's 19 minutes and 50 seconds, 57 seconds. So the Seminoles' defense was on the field for 40 minutes. That's – that is
1: ridiculous. That's that's a lot of time. That's what over 70 percent of the time
0: on the oh, field yeah. of the game. Yeah, Boise 75% State. Seventy-five percent of the time, actually. Boise State ran like over hundred and something plays. That's. I mean, it's it's
1: crazy. Like you need to be coaching that defense up to try to get off the field. And, well, well, you also got to get your offense to the, pound the rock and the offense was try creating to creating
0: big plays in the first. So the whole first half, it was big play after big play, taking off a well, of big. You can't chunks. stop
1: nobody, and you know get
0: but a yeah, rest. If, if your defense <laughs> isn't getting rest, you got to start doing design runs to get four and five yards. That's one thing I've always, I've always had
1: something to say about all these explosive offense. Like they'll get on the field, like oh, like Ole Miss when we had Chad Kelly, prime example. We go to Alabama, boom, start hitting some big plays. Defenses on the field. Couple plays later, bang! Hit another big play. You know, you may punt the ball or whatever, yeah. but you're that you're that fast on oh, yeah. on and off the field because I know I've watched them many a teams: Oregon, Oklahoma, Ole Miss, for that matter. All these high powered, fast running offenses yeah. will run three plays in less than fifteen seconds or oh, yeah. whatever it may be, and then bam! Defense right back on the field yeah. after they just gave up a touchdown on like a seven minute drive. Yeah. Like, if you're getting the ball run down your throat and these guys are just grinding you into the ground, it's going to be hectic to try to keep up. And that's, like, that's it, it's, thing. it's hard getting leaned on the whole game.
0: And that's another thing that I think factor, factors into this whole, oh, those guys that run those type of offenses and all that out west, they don't have defense. It's not that they don't have defense. They're is is, those guys are <laughs> worn out. They're 90% tired. of the fucking game, they are dead. Because these teams are so fast and just driving downfield, they can't catch any rest. And if you're not 15 guys deep at every position, your starters are going to get worn out. And then when you do throw a guy in that hasn't played all game to give your star corner, or we're picking rest, on that guy. That guy gets targeted, <laughs> and there goes another 50 plus yard play. You know, so it's it's a double blade, a double edged sword, or whatever you want to say. Uh, yeah, but. You know, to me, to me, I like, I like the difference in watching Pac-12 football compared to SEC or that ACC. late night football
1: after everything, all the all the meaningful games are over. Yeah. They give us that Pac-12 late at night yeah. on Saturdays. You, you get
0: a Stanford, <laughs> and, and Stanford to me is the odd man out in the Pac-12. You know, they're the they're the. More run the rock. Oh yeah. You know, they're down, they're power down, football. Downhill stuff. Give them like to that. the tight
1: ends. Like the wide receivers don't make big that they make big plays. Red zone type plays. Yeah. Those, their
0: wide receivers get red zone touchdowns. But they're, they're not they're, they're not.
1: pounding the rock. Is Love still at
0: Stanford? No, he got drafted by the Washington Redskins. Mr. I get hurt all the time because yeah, so. I got a bad a bum ankle. But, yeah, you look back at Christian McCaffrey. He was the guy. Boss. He was the guy at Stanford making those big plays. Yeah, but he wasn't a wide receiver. But he wasn't a wide receiver. <laughs> he was a running back. So, yeah. it was, you know, maybe a swing pass or, a, or you know, a screen, something like that. Dink it and dunk it, let him do work. Or it was a toss and him just getting, getting the loose. edge. And getting loose, getting to the numbers and making big plays that way. But I, I just enjoy the difference in in the conference, you know, Big Ten has the big hog mollies up front, and they're gonna, you know, it's smash mouth, smash mouth offenses for them too. As, as they said when we were in high school, power football. Woo! There you go. That's all it is. <laughs> but to me, to me, that's what that's what's fun about arguing with the SEC fans who think their their conference is the Whoa. best or the. Look here, ACC, calm down. Are, are the ACC guys hey, that think uh-huh. their, their conference is the best? You know, that's what I'm saying, what makes it fun. It's different types of football. Yeah. The conference
1: – You got sexy and then you got brutal. Yeah. The, the, the <laughs> if you can get the perfect mix yeah. of sexy and brutal, you will have a championship, yeah. a.k.a. Clemson last year. Oh, yeah. And Sexy yeah. offense, brutal defense, and just beat the crap out of people. Oh, yeah. And
0: them that, transitioning that right into success. that, them winning – Fifty-two to fourteen against Georgia Tech. He, uh, Trevor Lawrence didn't look. He his looked pass. like crap. <laughs> didn't to look. Be as, on,
1: to be honest with me, I like. I, I people will tell you. I've said, hey, this kid is like he's probably the best pure passing quarterback. Yeah, he's he's accurate. You know, he stands tall in the pocket. You know, he's not. Out, you know, run. He will run around to make, you know, buy some time. Had a
0: rushing touchdown. He he did,
1: but like I said, but as in that game, as I, I know, Georgia Tech is like bringing in a whole new regime. They they're no longer running the wing tee. They're totally different looking.
0: But the fact they still scored a good bit of points on them, they did. And Georgia Tech not running the triple option is blasphemy
1: to me. Yes. Um, um, I'm, I'm used to that, Paul that Johnson, stat line saying 400 plus in the rushing yeah, yard column. Uh, he Paul retired, Johnson, their old
0: coach, he retired. Retired. But that triple option was a mainstay in the ACC. I knew every time I got to watch Florida State play Georgia Tech, it was going to be, holy shit, are they going <laughs> to run for <laughs> 600 yards against us And pull out a win 21-20. to Uh, Yeah. Or on a block field goal or something, which they've done in the Uh, past. Yeah, they've
1: done it. And, And, well, also, they did have Calvin Johnson, one of the best wide receivers to ever play football at a triple option school. It blows my mind still to this day.
0: You got to look at his frame, too. (laughs) That guy was a monster blocking corners. Well, that's also true. Just, like, how do you – I'm sure if Calvin (laughs) knew what he was going to be, if he knew what he (laughs) was going to evolve into – he would have went to one of these teams. But he's a, a very smart.
1: You can't be a dummy and get into Georgia Tech. No, that's college. an engineering
0: school. Georgia Tech is a
1: it's so, a technical college. Uh, yeah, he is. So, he is a very smart individual.
0: So he knew what he was getting into. But like, I just man, and he probably bought himself a lot of health time. A oh, lot of, oh, a lot yeah, 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 more time yeah. for his body being at a school where he was just blocking on the edge and maybe catching. I, dude, catching if I was the a pass. corner and was looking across from him, like, what do you do? Like you gonna jam him? Like, what are you gonna get tossed around like a rag doll? Uh, gonna do like that video uh, we posted on the Facebook page a couple of days ago. <laughs> the and, pimp slap. I just slap the yeah. hell out of him and, <laughs> and, and hope he gets ejected or something. That,
1: that is, yeah. Or trying but, to, you gotta try to piss them off like Cortland Finnegan and Andre Johnson. Yeah, but, Catch a two piece in a biscuit, get ejected from the game. <laughs>
0: We're in there, baby. <laughs> but you look at Clemson versus Georgia Tech. Clemson had four hundred and eleven yards rushing on 49 attempts they averaged over eight yards a carry georgia tech had 157 yards rushing that's probably the least rushing yards i've seen a georgia tech team have
1: oh in years yeah unless they were just playing somebody that's a straight boss
0: yeah that's about the
1: time but yeah But, but you know what i am used to seeing that four for seven from the quarterback that's the only. Like, yeah, they I mean, throw ten times I mean, a game they, max. They don't throw. But anything. how do you play an entire sixty minute game? How long do they have the football? They had it was twenty six minutes. They had twenty six minutes.
0: How does your quarterback only throw seven passes, and you're getting your ass whipped? Yeah, seven seven completions on eighteen attempts. Like, and they throw two two interceptions. But I mean, it was it wasn't pretty for Georgia Tech and. Nobody expects Georgia so they had a guy that
1: had nine. Okay. Yeah. The starter had nine. They brought in another guy. He had four for seven. Yeah. But either way, still, they threw the ball 18 times in a game. Yeah. Seven of 18, which is complete trash. Yeah. But. Nobody
0: expects Georgia now, Tech to be a.
1: Not. They don't have to give him, give him a little while. Give him a little while. That coach him, is supposed to be something. So give we'll him some
0: see. time. Let him get that offense. ETN looked good. Oh, yeah. He, he looked great. great for Clemson 90 yard run yeah he he looked like the Heisman hopeful for the Clemson Tigers yeah Uh, because Trevor Lawrence
1: definitely did not move
0: over Trevor Lawrence your you know sunshine you had your you had your moment you had all last year but this year it's, it's a different Clemson Tiger football team
1: he didn't even hit 200 yards they barely hit 200 in the passing total
0: uh, yeah. I, I but, mean, like you're, I said, if you're,
1: if you're winning a game blowing somebody out, that ain't that big of a deal. Yeah. But still.
0: Yeah, you run the ball. ETN did have a lost fumble. ETN. Uh, but with that stat line, it's, well, hard, yeah. it's hard to complain about a lost fumble. The guy had 12 carries. 205 so yards rushing. One of his
1: 12 carries was a fumble. Yeah. Which is which not I, good. But you'd want to see, like, at least 20, 20 plus if they're going to fumble.
0: I'll take 205 yards and three touchdowns and one fumble. Any day over ninety yards, no touchdowns and a fumble out of my out of my starting <laughs> running back. Okay, so uh, the guy the guy was probably overused in that game for the for the final score, getting twelve carries from your starting running back when the game was fifty two to fourteen was the final. Uh, they had eight, what was that eight was it? Eight or nine people carried the ball. Um,
1: is it? A, That's a lot of people. They yeah. played a lot. They played a lot of players. They did. They had, oh, well, wow. Let me count this up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Thirteen players called a pass. Yeah. They so, played a lot of people, which, you know, it's good to see early in the year knowing that you're, you can, you know, get get those guys a little bit of playing
0: yeah. time. So so next week, Clemson plays Texas A&M, one of the uh, only top players 25 matchups. is number one Clemson versus number 12 Texas A&M. So do I even have to ask who you're going for in that game? Oh, man. No, you don't. I hope Jimbo loses by 100. Oh. Oh. I hope Jimbo loses by 100. Okay. Jimbo Fisher is on my shit list for the rest of his life. (laughs) He got paid, though. Uh, Do not care about the guy. He can keep his money. He can stay his ass in Texas. Uh, I hope he never wins a game at A&M. And that's, yes, I am salty. When <laughs> when a coach gives up on a football team and stops recruiting, stops everything, pulls all his recruiters out of high schools because he knows he's leaving and then is not man enough to tell the kids at his program or the fan base that, hey, at the end of this season, I'm stepping away. I, Sounds I like Tommy
1: Tuberville, but, you know, we're not going to go there. I
0: lose all respect for the guy. So I hope Clemson wins by 100.
1: Well, hey. Texas a has got a 12.5% chance of winning this yeah, game. I because, hope that's a uh, and they're number, they're number 12 team in the nation right now. And that's just number one.
0: That just shows how good of a team Dabo Sweeney has. It was a good
1: Houston. game last year, though. It was. Uh, really close, really good. I I'm will, I want to see what these defenses are going to do. That's what I'm looking forward to.
0: Yeah, it's it's going to break? Yeah, and one team will have to.
1: Oh, they're, uh, I think there's somebody – Somebody's going to do something early or it's going to be really late, but I'm I'm banking on something early is going to happen and the game's going to just get busted open. But I'm not going to lie. I really kind of do hope Clemson loses.
0: Well, everybody wants the top dog. To no, no, out. no.
1: I just want, you know, Texas A&M bring some
0: more, you know, bring some more power. So uh, the only other top 25 game matchup, Will be uh, LSU versus Texas, which LS. that's LSU? Yeah, exactly. Corn I mean, Dog Central versus the UT. So you hook them horns, go Tigers, whatever you want to do. But it go should Tigers. be it should be a good game. I'm I'm excited to see who do you think wins. Uh, it's hard to go against LSU, even though Texas they're playing in Texas now. Yeah, it is. They're playing in uh, Texas. I'm a coach old guy though, so uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna, that's another
1: story I could go yeah. down, and I'm you know. Coach O's all right. He's a, he's a decent coach, but I just don't know what's going to happen with uh with that being out there. It's going to be it's going to be a good one. I I I really hope it comes down to the last second. All right,
0: guys, we're back with our NFL section of the podcast. Uh, we're not going to touch on every game, just. Just some key matchups from week one and a couple of couple of news stories. You know, we'll hit those as we're doing the matchups. But uh a lot of a lot of rivalry games the first week of the NFL season. Uh starting off with the Bears and the Packers. Uh wasn't the best looking game from either team.
1: <laughs>
0: That's an understatement. But uh the Packers pulled out the win against the the rivalry. Uh, it's been going on a very long time. A,
1: a long, long time. To the original the OGs of the NFL. Of the
0: NFL. So uh 10
1: 3 score last night. Yeah,
0: and Aaron Rodgers got got his only touchdown, his first and only touchdown pass of the game to Jimmy Graham, which Jimmy Graham's been hurting a little bit here and there throughout the, the last years. couple of years. So it's good to see him back on the back on the field and looking looking like a power forward or center in the end zone again. That touchdown he
1: called, he, he, he pretty much
0: boxed homeboy out. Yeah, so he, he, he went up and grabbed around. it. he uh, It was vintage Jimmy Graham looking like he was playing in the NCAA tournament or whatever you want to say, his college days. But uh, Aaron Rodgers was 18 of 30 for 203 yards and a touchdown. Womp, womp. womp. Uh, Trubisky was 26 of 45 for 228. Uh, only. Only, only real completion he had that mattered was an interception. So, yeah. Uh, other than that, and that's when they had a chance to try to go down and tie the game or do something. Yeah, it wasn't not a good time. Not, not a good, <laughs> not a good showing for Mitchell Trubisky. Which, a uh, fun fact, if you're ever feeling down, just remember the Bears traded up to get Trubisky ahead of Patrick Mahomes. Look at those so, guys. Uh, Who's the real winner there? Who uh who looked out and uh got the look. I saw, I saw you there. Got the got the better quarterback. <laughs> uh but yeah, uh Robson for uh Chicago had 102 yards receiving. He's like the old guy. He actually, yeah, actually Alan, 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 Alan was a late round pick in a lot of the drafts. So yeah, he we call him old, but he's twenty six. Yeah, well. So uh, his his NFL days are numbered Best. for sure. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but not old by any means for us normal people. But yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't anything spectacular to watch. I mean, yeah, it was
1: a horrible showing. But they had good ratings apparently. Yeah, I mean, they were talking about that all day this morning. But like I said, for that, they they want to talk shit about the Titans and the Jaguars playing on Thursday night. Yeah, last night was atrocious.
0: Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't anything great to watch. I believe the Bears had five. Sacks. Uh, both teams
1: had five sacks. So both so, teams had five sacks. They weren't they weren't doing a whole lot. So of if
0: you like defensive, <laughs> yeah. So if you like defensive football, that was it. That was your game. But uh, wasn't a wasn't a lot to really be excited about. If if you're a Packers or a Bears fan, the you know I understand defense wins championships, but at some point you got to put points on the board and. If these two teams played anybody who could score more than ten or three, but it's also week one. Week one. That's
1: that's the big thing. <laughs> it's also week one. That's the big thing. Game, game one. Week one. Yeah. Everybody's like, man, I do not want to play like them on Sunday. Yeah, so exactly. Everybody's like, man, we got to do our best not to look like those assholes. And it,
0: it was it was <laughs> the season premiere of Sunday Night Football. Oh my God! On Thursday, on Thursday night,
1: it was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. But
0: uh, hey, Al Michaels and uh, Chris Collinsworth. Uh, absolutely crazy. Uh, those, absolutely terrible. Those guys uh, are quite the duo in the booth. But, uh, but yeah, other than that, not much to talk about. But one game I am looking forward to, a lot of people might not, and that's the Buffalo Bills at the New York Jets. Uh, uh, what's the spread? Hold on.
1: The spread on that game is the Jets, Jets minus, three. minus three. Jets minus three. I actually think – I actually think that the Jets might might win by 10. Really? Yeah. Uh I'm not a I'm not a uh Allen believer.
0: Not a not a believer in Josh Allen. The guy's got legs. Oh, he, yeah, he's got no, legs. No nobody talks about that. He's got a cannon for an arm, a rocket launcher for Oh,
1: he he jumped over quite a few people last year playing court, but yeah, he's got legs. That's fine. But he's fine. got legs. Yeah, but he's also an idiot.
0: Well, you're gonna have. But that he to also plays
1: Buffalo, so
0: you can do you that. Know. in They Buffalo. haven't had
1: anybody good in Buffalo since Doug Flutie or Jim Kelly. So,
0: in 2017, the Bills broke a 17-year postseason drought. Uh, they had didn't they been, get a lot of help? Hadn't been to the postseason. It Doesn't matter. Help who, does who not matter. Them? Help doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Help doesn't matter when you look at this for 17 seasons. They did not make it to the postseason. And who, who 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 beat them the last time they were there? Sean McDermott. I Sean McDermott's first year as head coach. He leads this team into the playoffs. They have decent defense. I like that. That's but good. now their offense is completely revamped. They yeah. have eight new starters on the yeah, offense. McCoy's side. gone. Shady's gone. They That's your it. boy. Uh, That's your is, boy. That is That's my boy. boy. He's no, no longer there. Who is the running back there. now? Frank Gore. Oh God! And Devin Singletary. I didn't think that allowed through. wheelchairs on the on the field. Ah, uh, well, Frank's gonna do his best to get get down the field. three yards in a cloud of dust. So he's just gonna catch it and fall over. Nobody wants to hit a man in a wheelchair. So I would hit a man in a wheelchair. So Frank Gore's legs might. If, he's have got, a, if
1: he if he's got pads on, stay strapped to get clapped, homie. I mean
0: he's <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna get a few few touches here and there. I think Singletary would be the. I won't say he's going to be the workhorse, but uh, but I definitely see I see Frank Gore as a two down back at best. No, nah,
1: he's definitely not going to be the third down guy out there and catching he's swing passes. Not
0: going to be a third down guy by any means. But on defense, they return the Bills return most of their defensive starters. The only person that's really gone is Kyle Williams. He retired. I'm gonna
1: say yeah. How he was he was. Getting a little long in the tooth, I figured he'd be retiring. Saying so he's been the Stallworth for he has, God, he's there forever. They
0: replace him with Ed Oliver from Houston, drafted him this year in the I, NFL I'm, draft.
1: I'm actually wanting to see him play
0: because he really didn't do anything at uh, the combine. He didn't, and yeah. a lot of people a lot of people. But well, he was hurt his, last year. Yeah, a lot of people question his work ethic. Say he's not the a yeah, he's not, he's, gonna the, be he's not the first guy in and last guy out type type player. But I mean raw talent and raw strength, the guy showed it at Houston. Yeah, um, when he was healthy.
1: But you gotta realize there's in in the NFL you're gonna play hurt.
0: Oh you there's are. a difference
1: of being hurt and injured.
0: Yeah, you you don't play but, with little bumps and scratches and all that
1: stuff. I've all like like I said, when I played, if I was hurt, I still played unless I would if I could walk, I was playing. Yeah. And like some people said that he could have played a lot more. He was just saving himself for the NFL. So was he saving himself for? Or what if he gets busted the first game?
0: Just still got paid. Well, I'm, yeah, all, but I'm, I'm just, all for these collegiate uh, players saving themselves. Skip a bowl game. The school's getting paid. You're not. Well that's you've, that's that's true, but you've already wrote your destiny to the NFL. Yeah. Uh, the bowl game isn't gonna make your stock rise. It tremendously might. or drop it tremendously. Might. Oh, it could. It could it could help a smidge. You could go from a from a early second rounder to a late first rounder, maybe. Hey, That's more if, money. But then if you shit the bed at the combine, you shit the bed anyway. You're drop back <laughs> down to the to the high second anyways. So it doesn't matter. So I'm all for these guys. Yeah. Skipping skipping bowl games, whatever. I know it's oh you gotta have camaraderie and you gotta, you know, put the team first. The boys. Fuck that. Get paid. Get your money. The NCAA has done shit for you. So get your money in the NFL. Go, go to a team that's going to pay you. And if you go out and break a leg, literally the first game, guess what? You've got some of the best doctors in the world.
1: But That's also true. Speaking of getting paid in this game, Le'Veon Bell. He did. He got
0: paid big I time. Want,
1: I, I, we have not seen him play football in a very long time. Months.
0: Twenty months time has been the last time he called since them. he touched stood it the rock. up and touched a rock. He signed a four year fifty two point five million dollar deal. I'm ready to see NFL money is getting almost as stupid as major league baseball money. They're not quite there yet. No, yeah,
1: they're getting there though. But they're <laughs> they're, they're
0: that way and I love it. I love these guys getting paid. I can't I can't stress that enough
1: they should have been getting paid because they it's a little more physical
0: it's though. a little more physical one they're putting their bodies on the line but you have all these rich owners collecting bank oh billions and of billions this is the number one thing in the world the nfl they're not doing anything but sitting behind a desk and most of them's not doing anything but literally sitting behind the desk they're not running the show they have general managers they have Scott. Not everybody can be Jerry Jones. Analytics. Nobody wants to be Jerry Jones. Uh, I don't uh, even really think Jerry Jones wants to be <laughs> Jerry, Jerry Jones. Jones doesn't even want to be
1: him. Uh, but I, I, I But speaking of Bell, dude, I want to see if he, if that line, could give him a shadow of what Pittsburgh gave him. Because anybody that was a Le'Veon Bell fan knows how he runs the ball. He will. He will run up into the crowd, and he will. You know. He'll feel out what's happening, oh, and then he'll just bust a cut. He, I want to know if their line can hold up against – Yeah,
0: he has the most patience out of any running back I've ever, I've ever watched. Ever. Yeah, I've, I've watched ever a lot. Watched. So um, – I'm, I'm he's, just ready to see him play. He's not that downhill runner. He's a – He's not even a bruiser. He's a slow start. See what's happening, unfold. And I, th- I honestly think he's superhuman. I think the game slows down for him, and he can see – where everybody's going and where they're going to be at. He's got that Biker Boys thing. Yeah, it's the Bi- tunnel vision. Tunnel vision. <laughs> Hit it. Sees where everything's at, <laughs> and then he turns them on, and two steps, he's at full speed.
1: Yeah, so uh, he's he is one hell of a running back, and I I, I actually I hated watching him play for Pittsburgh because you know Pittsburgh's been like old school rival for my team, so I've watched him play forever, and I but I like watching him play because I like watching him play at Michigan State, so. I'm I'm all for it. I actually, like I said, I think they win by ten.
0: Well, um, I th-
1: they're going to cover.
0: I think it'll be a close game. I, I do think the Jets are going to cover. Uh, I do think Sam Darnold's a little bit better of a quarterback than Josh Allen. Yeah, not not, not by a whole lot. Not I'm in not, talent. I'm not not sold in talent,
1: but as an overall quarterback, yes, I'm
0: not sold on either one of them. But you look at the Jets; they haven't made a postseason since 2010. They have a whole new coaching staff with. Crazy eyes, Adam Gase at head coach. Uh don't they got the, the line snortering not, the, the Jets now? Not a, uh, not making any assumptions on his extracurricular activities, but Gase is pretty crazy. Uh, <laughs> but they also have Joe Douglas at GM, which I know firsthand uh from being an Eagles fan that Joe Douglas knows talent. He he knows how to get talent, he knows how to recruit talent. They still got Wilkerson. So, Mohammed? Nah, I don't think so. But who's
1: their? Who's their? Um. Who's the? Who's the big guys up front in the in the defensive front for them? Because uh, I know I know they got um uh, uh oh my gosh, thirty three, their defensive back. He broke the uh, mascot's jaw during the Pro Bowl.
0: Jamal Adams.
1: Yeah, yeah they have that ball. They,
0: they have a bunch, They have young talent.
1: Yeah, uh, no, I saw, I'm. I'm to, I'm. I'm really looking forward to seeing them get down and dirty.
0: Robbie Anderson's cre- questionable for the Jets, so uh, he's he's an exciting receiver to watch play. So hopefully he gets out <sighs> yeah, of. He's field.
1: a one trick pony, though. I'm not.
0: Yeah, but it's still, one trick ponies are exciting and. They can they can make or break games. They can break games wide open. Oh, they are. But like I said, I'm just
1: not a. I'm not a. I'm not a big fan of him. But Jets
0: Jets also have Quentin Williams and C J Mosley.
1: Yeah, that's so, there we go.
0: So they have those two guys. Uh, I, I think their defense is probably going to be a little bit stouter than Buffalo's. But I, in in my opinion, that's going to be a good game. To Leonard watch. Williams, baby. Yeah, Leonard Williams. He's the eater. He's a he's a big hog. Yeah, he's gonna be now, so. he's
1: gonna be eaten.
0: So I I think it's gonna be good, uh, but Le'Veon Bell, he I can only imagine the the anxiety or excitement this guy has to get back out on a football field after twenty months of not seeing any action. Yeah,
1: he's like, oh hey so, guys,
0: y'all y'all draft me in fantasy. So yeah, so look here, guy. <laughs> <laughs> which a lot of people did, and a lot of people did early, and I don't blame them because if Darnold goes down, I couldn't tell you who the Jets' backup quarterback is. Who? If Darnold goes down, I couldn't tell you who the Jets' backup quarterback is. Oh, so that would be – It's not Josh McCown. No, it's the, the Trevor Simeon guy. Okay, so former Denver Broncos yeah. quarterback. You know, so. Well, they got Jameson Crowder on offense over there too, so that'd yeah. be – So he will be probably – eh, I won't say it'd be number one, but in that offense, probably.
1: Actually, I think probably the Quincy A uh, Anunwa. He'll probably lead them in catches. If yeah. You're not le- if it's uh, wide receivers, he'll lead. Yeah. Le'Veon Bell will probably lead the team in receptions.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, coming out of the backfield, Le'Veon can do it all. So, but uh, what we got up next? But yeah, I'll, next I've I've got uh, Chiefs at Jaguars. Chiefs is a three and a half point favorite. Against the Jags. All
1: offense versus all defense, or so they say. I'm Fuck the Jaguars. I was going to go ahead and say that.
0: Go for it. <laughs> do it. But uh, the Jaguars you. are the only team last year to hold Patrick Mahomes to no touchdowns. He finished with like a 62 quarterback rating. So – if anybody can slow down the reigning MVP, it's the Jags.
1: You think that's who it's going to be?
0: If if anybody can slow, them, they've done it before. I know they've but done it. They now the tapes lost out much. though,
1: so everybody's got a full year of everything he's done. And I've, I, like I said, I think he's going to hit a little a bit of a speed bump
0: this year. He will. I mean, uh, it's a sophomore slump. People but go through it all the time. This is his third year. <clears throat> Third year, but second year star <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. But so, still,
1: I think I think they're gonna have a little speed bump. But I do not see, I do not see Nick Foles and company doing. That. Never, never count Big Dick Nick out. Oh Jesus Christ! Well, I know you're going to say that. Big, <laughs> Our big, Eagles fan, calm big down. Big Dick
0: Nick Foles is a gamer. I mean, the guy.
1: Well, why wasn't he a gamer when he went to the Chiefs? Why wasn't he a gamer when he went to the Rams? He
0: he, he oh. <laughs> fell out of love with football. And he's he's been quoted saying he was contemplating retirement when he was in St. Louis with the Rams. Until, Aren't you glad
1: he didn't retire?
0: Until Andy Reid talked him into coming to Kansas City and being the backup there and showed him how to love football again. And, I mean, the rest is history after that. Oh, so yeah. Come back to Philadelphia. Nick. All right, so Nick Foles, let's let's transition into that. Nick Foles is playing against his the former a former team in Kansas City. His two-time former coach cuz Andy Reid drafted him in Philadelphia. Yep. He played one season for Reid and then Reid got fired. Yep. And then comes Chuck Kelly. And then Whoop. and then he went to St. Louis and all that mess. So he's he's got a lot a lot of connection with this team and this game. So the the his former head coach and Doug Peterson was offense coordinator at Kansas City when he when he was come back there or whatever you want to call it with Andy Reid. Yeah. So uh, Tyreek Hill got a, an extension. Tyreek way. Hill got a big extension, six uh, years. Is that right? Uh three year. It adds on to his three. Current okay, cast. okay, okay, okay. His three year fifty four million extension with thirty five million guaranteed and. Uh, there's a, there's a boy down in Duval that loves the big matchups. That's Jalen Ramsey. Jalen, he's gonna be a, he's gonna be a Titan.
1: I'm just gonna say that Jaylen, he's gonna come home. But Jalen, Jalen is a he is a baller. That is, is all, that's the only thing that could be said about Jalen Ramsey. He he is a baller. He steps up when it when it when it counts.
0: So that's one reason I've got this game with an asterisk beside it, I've got it highlighted, is because of that matchup with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Ramsey. Because I think uh, – I don't necessarily think Jalen will shadow him wherever he goes. He can't sh- – well, yeah, he'll be a
1: shadow as he's getting burnt. Oh, Jaylen, he ain't keeping up. Jalen
0: don't get burnt.
1: He can't keep up with the cheetah.
0: Uh, last year, Jalen gave up one – Thirty-six yard completion to Tyreek Kill. I think it yeah, was. Yeah, they were so bombing every. T- so, exactly, Kelsey so, and everybody so else. He won't shadow Tyreek Kill because Jalen's locked down. He's gonna be on Kelsey some. He's gonna be on Tyreek Kill. Gonna be on. He's Watkins. Gonna be on Sammy Watkins. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the Jag send him off of the edge because of his speed and the way he can hit, and send him off the edge to. Hit Patrick Mahomes in the mouth. I ain't gonna
1: Mahomes. lie to you. I hope he does, and Patty throws him a shoulder and just gives him the old Debo action.
0: <laughs> uh, Jalen Jalen's got deep roots with me. Um, I'm a I'm a Jalen Ramsey guy. Uh, so I'll be a Jalen
1: Ramsey guy once he dons the two tone blue. I'd, Until then, he's going to stay as uh, Derrick Henry's son. Well,
0: it, it all it all just depends <laughs> if if the Jaguars want to pay the man like he said before. Open up the checkbook. Until then, I mean anything could happen with Jalen. It's it's the highest to me, to me, he goes to the highest bidder.
1: Oh yeah, he will. He and that's just
0: it. that's just the type of guy he is, the type of oh, yeah. player he is. He knows wherever he goes, wherever he goes, he's gonna be the guy. So uh, I'm not I'm not worried about where he goes after this. I know he's still gonna ball. Your boy LaShawn's there. Shady. Oh yeah, Shady's, he is now with, the Shady's with the Chiefs.
1: So is they, Tyron Matthew.
0: They've uh, they've got rid of a lot of players and got a lot of players in.
1: So, um, like I said, they still don't have. I don't. I don't trust their defense.
0: Well, they got rid of D Ford.
1: <laughs> so uh, he was a big part of their defense. Oh well, yeah, he was, but also he cost them.
0: Well, yeah, but I mean, he's he, <laughs> last year he was a big part of their defense, Right. but uh. But moving on, next game I've got down is uh, Giants and Cowboys, Cowboys' seven-point favorite, which this game, I hope it ends uh, one to nothing. <laughs> Zeke's uh, back. Who Big cares? money man Zeke. Who cares? Everybody, well, I've heard enough about Zeke and his $90 million extension. I could never hear about it again, and I would be perfectly fine.
1: Uh, I'm looking forward to Saquon Barkley. Doing what Saquon Barkley does.
0: Yeah, and uh, Eli's starting for his 15th consecutive season. 16th year with the Giants. 15th consecutive season starting quarterback. He
1: should. It's... uh, Screw McAdoo. That's what we're going to say. How do you mess up the longest streak? Longest active streak. Yeah. For... Geno Smith, of all people. Yeah. So that yeah. was last year, so we're not going to talk about yeah. that because that's just stupid. But, but Eli's but, got, a, yeah.
0: got an uphill battle. Uh,
1: he no longer has... No OD, OD back. He has ODB. He, has, he doesn't have yeah. ODB.
0: ODB's not he's there. He's
1: not there. But he's still got Evan Ingram and Sterling Sharp, so...
0: He does, and they brought Rydimore. in... more Brought in Golden Tate, who's suspended for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And hurt. I don't know what's going on with that guy. And then... Uh, Evan Ingram's going to be... Uh, I think he's going to be the the bell cow of that passing game. Hottie, tight baby. Mean, yeah, buddy. There's 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 no other athlete to catch the ball quite like Evan Ingram. So, like
1: I said, he's the hybrid. He's not that big of a blocker, is. but he's a mismatch for a lot of people I, because he's what 6'3", 225, yeah, some, runs some, like right. a deer.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm going to go out on a limb and say he's going to push. Eighty to ninety receptions this year, and probably just over a thousand yards. Could, so, be. Could uh, be. I'm going to say in that offense, but I, uh, with any starting quarterback, that's with uh, Jones or Manning. Oh yeah, starting. Which he's, Jones look really good. He's he's going to be the guy that gets the rock.
1: Besides um, Saquon, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, if they're if they're dropping back and passing, he's going to be you know number one. Dallas wins so. that game, by the way. Uh, like I said, I don't care who wins it, really. Uh, on our Facebook live stream yesterday, you asked me about the Cowboys winning a playoff game. They did win a playoff game last year. I told you. I forgot about that. told you. I don't keep up with the Cowboys. I could literally do okay in life if the Cowboys were not a franchise. would not fucking bother me. Same with the Giants. Same with the Deadskins. Any of those teams cease to exist. I don't care. Do not care. The Eagles can start a rivalry with who cares anybody but those turds don't don't care about them, uh, but yeah, Cowboys probably win, maybe by seven, maybe by twenty, who knows? Depends on which Zeke and which Dak Prescott shows which up, which Eli shows up. We know we know which Eli is going to show up. <laughs> no
1: but who, football,
0: <laughs> and that's the Eli that doesn't play quarterback anymore. Uh, but next is one of my favorite AFC matchups to watch. It's not, I wouldn't say it's a rivalry game or anything, but these guys always seem to meet up, and they're the only two teams in NFL history with six Super Bowls, and that's the Patriots and Steelers. Uh, Steelers going in to Gillette Stadium as a a five-and-a-half-point underdog. Uh, Last season, the Patriots went to the Super Bowl and won, as we all know. And the Steelers uh, and the Steelers missed missed the playoffs. the playoffs completely. They don't have Antonio Brown. Pittsburgh's without Antonio Brown and New England's without Gronk. So this this is gonna be a matchup where Juju. two vet veteran quarterbacks don't have their safety blankets. They're guys that you know have been there with them for years and they know are automatic when they throw them the ball. So Juju Smith Schuster has to step up for Big Ben. Dante Moncrief. Dante Moncrief came in from Dennis Andy. McDonald. Uh McDonald. James Washington. These guys are going to have to step up for the Steelers and Big Ben so he can keep that. And they don't have Le'Veon Bell either. So, uh, Do you see that they have Julian Edelman on the
1: depth chart and it doesn't say suspended by his name?
0: I haven't looked at that.
1: Yeah. It says Josh Gordon's in there.
0: Yeah, Josh Gordon. Flash. Josh Gordon. One of the, the best Patriots. wide
1: receivers with the worst problems
0: All the talent (laughs) in the world, uh, no brains. He smoked it all. But yeah, the Patriots, their guys are going to have to step up too. They, you know, pretty much a whole new receiving core for them, uh, which isn't anything new for Tom Brady. Tom Brady's, it seems like every year he has a revolving door of receivers. When was the last time they lost to opener? Oh, I have no clue. Like, it's probably been a while. Yeah. Bill Belichick's one of those guys that if you, Give him over three days to prepare for your team. You're getting him cheeks clapped. Ninety percent of the time, <laughs> he knows that, he knows what you're going to do before you know what you're going to do. I
1: am I am really looking forward to this matchup. But I, I if Pittsburgh wins, it's going to be that late.
0: Oh, if Pittsburgh, late, if Pittsburgh wins, is because James Conner has pounded the rock down the Patriots' throats, which could happen, and, and it could. James, he is a beast of a running back. And they didn't miss very many beats last year without Le'Veon Bell and plugging James Conner it was in.
1: Until he got hurt and then they had problems. Exactly.
0: But so, James Conner, if he can pound the rock down the Patriots' throat and the Patriots Patriots not be able to recover from that, uh, I could see the Steelers winning, but I see the Patriots winning by about a touchdown. So I can see that. Uh. Next, the last, well we won't talk we won't talk about monday night games yet so i'm an eagles fan so of course i want to talk about the eagles and deadskins eagles 10 point favorite uh d, that's the biggest spread of the week by the way it is and d jax is back <clears throat> three time pro bowler back where it all started that loser chip kelly released him after his best season in 2013 the guy oh, put on yeah. a clinic in 2013 Burn after that, he spent three years in Washington, which was I hated to see, two in Tampa Bay, but now he's back. The NFL record holder for most 60 yard, 60 plus yard touchdown receptions. And he's only behind Jerry Rice for the most 50 plus yard touchdowns. So that's good company. It is. And I'm excited for the guy to be back. Carson Wentz is healthy after missing the last two postseasons with a knee injury and a back injury. And Josh McCown's been pulled out of retirement to back him up. Hey, so reliable. So you know, uh, Redskins without Trent Williams and Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed's got another concussion. Uh, but Eagles added Jordan Howard from running from running back from Chicago. I know, but did
1: you hear that they actually offered? Jordan, Jordan Howard in trade for Melvin
0: Gordon. They did, and that's classic Howie Roseman lowballing the hell. Oh yeah, out of out of. Get the Chargers. it how you live, homie. So of course the Chargers said no thanks, and Howie Roseman moved on. But that's a game I'm real excited for. Can't wait to see D Jacks that number ten jersey back in Man. Philadelphia, and I don't care if the guy catches one pass for fifty yards a <laughs> touchdown this year. It's Another touchdown. The only thing better than seeing Deshaun Jackson back in Philadelphia would have been if Brian Dawkins was brought back to Philadelphia. Uh, Other than that, this is this is the greatest homecoming I'm getting to enjoy. Well, well you uh, got to get, get, get it how you can get it, I guess. Real quick, Texan Saints Monday night game, Saints seven-point favorite. Saints win. Uh, Deshaun Watson loves Drew Brees, apparently. Huge fan of his. He's going to take that L this week. Uh, And the Texans. All the AFC teams that are not the Titans in the South are going to lose. Texans have traded pretty much everybody except for the sink in their kitchen. uh, JJ Watt. (laughs) And JJ Watt. And that's, (laughs) other than that, if you're on the Texans, if your name's not Hopkins, Watson, or Watt, you can go. And they've proved that. Uh, And then. The other doubleheader on Monday night, Broncos and Raiders. Broncos a two-point favorite. Broncos win. Raiders are saying goodbye to Oakland. This is this is a start of their farewell. Farewell, season. they're going to uh, Los, Los, uh, Las Vegas. Las Vegas in 2020. That's going to uh, be fun. The Antonio Brown drama. We've heard enough about that, but it's crazy. All right. All right, guys. Uh, Kenneth was talking about. The uh, the Titans. I save that for last. I know Woo! our fan. Let's go. Our fan base. Our listeners probably has a ton of Titans fans. I mean, we're we're pretty local, guys. I don't think we've reached the edge of the country yet. I, I did see we had one listener from the Philippines on our introduction and stuff, but we appreciate you. Yeah, uh, and <laughs> unless you just accidentally clicked on us and listened, but if you're back this week, man or woman person, we appreciate you listening. But uh. We got a local boy. Well, pretty local, Northern Alabama local. Yeah. Freddie Kitchens, new head coach in Cleveland. What, what it was the offensive coordinator last year? And then they moved. Yeah, him. offensive coordinator last year for the Browns, and then he, now he's been promoted to the official head coach. Uh, it's going to be interesting
1: for a lot. Of, he's a, he's going to have a lot of people down here rooting for him. Oh, that's he for is. Sure.
0: And and the Browns are a five and a half point favorite. Titans going into Cleveland, by the way.
1: But uh almost went to that game, not gonna lie.
0: But Freddie has built a star-studded roster up in Ohio. He's got Baker Mayfield, Jarvis Landry, Jarvis Landry ODB, OBJ, uh, Nick Chubb, which is no slouch, Joku, and Joku, Miles Garrett, Olivier Vernon, Sheldon Richardson, Denzel, Kareem Hunt, Denzel Ward, and last but not least, Kareem Hunt. Who is suspended and not allowed to be with a team, but he's eligible to return week ten versus the Bills. So that's a long suspension. That's a long suspension, but He's lucky. He's he's lucky he's getting a comeback. He's he's lucky he got a second chance. And and the Browns are taking a risk on him, and he's got ten weeks to pretty much get it. He got to play in preseason. But now he's got 10 weeks to stay in shape. That's going to be the big thing.
1: Yeah, the game shape is the biggest thing. If
0: he's going to stay in shape. But if they get him back week 10, that's like getting – you're starting running back and letting him play a seven-game season. Yeah, which is huge. I I mean, that's a – if they can get him back and him be healthy.
1: And them be good.
0: And them be in in playoff contention.
1: That's scary. All
0: they've got to do is get into the playoffs, and now they've got – Arguably one of the better starting running backs in the NFL when he's when he's healthy and when he's running good.
1: But then you got another guy that's right you know. And you Chubb. got a guy
0: right behind him, Chubb. It's just as uh, good. It's classic thunder and lightning type duo. down um, the rocks. so smash, smash and it. dash.
1: Ah, oh, don't you dare say that. <laughs> Especially not when we play the Titans. That's blasphemy and that's complete uh, bullshit. Yeah, I know. The okay. only the only freaking Dash they're gonna be getting this freaking a dash of Derrick Henry all Nick, day.
0: Nick Chubb is nowhere as big as Linwell. Linwell, what, yeah,
1: oh Linwell, uh, two hundred and seventy pound running back, freaking bum.
0: But that's their star-studded offense in Cleveland is facing a tough Titans defense. Hell yeah, bringing bringing back nine of their eleven starters from
1: last. And the the two guys that we don't have retired. So Arakpo and Morgan gone. Yeah, which. Hell, I think I probably could have suited up last year and got six and a half sacks.
0: I mean, they had guys coming from everywhere. Oh,
1: yeah, but still, you got to be more dominant on the defensive line, which we actually addressed a little bit. Daquan Jones, we brought in Cameron Wake, who's an old man, but is an absolute genetic freak. Oh,
0: he's a pass rushing specialist. He's
1: 37 years old and is ripped. Oh, yeah, and – he, he doesn't look his age. The guy like he knows one monster. thing
0: and studies one thing. Getting and, the quarterback. And that's sacking a quarterback. It doesn't care if it's a rip, a swim, a spin, whatever. I'm, I'm
1: kind of glad we got him because we got Harold Landry, who's a young buck. He only got a year with with the old cats. But now that he's actually got a guy that's been in the league for
0: a long time and, and he can actually learn from and him. And that's half of the battle with bringing a guy in like that. You know statistically they're not going to put up crazy stats. But it's – grooming these young guys to come in and take their spot next year, or the season after, and be able to fill that void and be able to create that havoc that guys like Cameron Wake create.
1: Speaking of the – talking about having the old guys in and the new guys coming in, our defensive leader, you know, Wesley Woodyard, not starting. Yeah. He is officially second string now. He he may be a captain, but he's not a starter. He's got to set behind the young bucks of Jayon Brown, Rashawn Evans. Like I said, he, those guys are just
0: and that's where his character is going to be tested.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I it's mean, gonna, it's,
0: it's going to show who he is as a veteran.
1: Woody Woody is a bad man. He can he can still play, but the way Jayon played last year, which was just phenomenal for a second year guy, he like they were not even expecting him to be like all that, but he. He showed out last year, made a hell of a lot of plays. Like I said, Rashawn's in his second year. He played like crap in the beginning of the year last year, but he was hurt. But now that he has gotten, you know, the full the full season and he came on strong at the end of the year, they're expecting big, big, big things from him, which I'm hoping we see, especially since we have one of the best back defensive backfields in the league. Oh,
0: last year, the Titans' defense – Gave up an average of eighteen point nine points to opposing offenses. Yeah, uh, eighteen points. let we'll round up nineteen points in the NFL. That's that's stingy. Your your defense is pretty damn good. Yeah, They their
1: offense sucked, but hopefully now, yeah, Mariota's healthy again. But it's week one. It is. We have Corey Davis coming back from a really good year. He all like so I think he was like a hundred and something yards shy of hitting a thousand he like I said he he played really well last year we brought in Adam Humphreys
0: yep which I, I I'm a big fan of that <laughs> and he that chose thing. he chose the Tennessee
1: Titans yep. over the New England Patriots which not only says a lot about the organization that we have but it also says that I want to go to work. Yeah, Like, he wants to come in and he wants to work and, you know, be with these guys. We have a really good group of people. And like I said, Delaney, Adam Humphreys, Corey Davis, Tajay Sharp, A.J. Brown. Hotty toddy. Appreciate you, boys. Called that in the draft. You know, we have a very, very explosive group of guys. I'm not going to say explosive offense because we haven't really had an explosive offense in a while. But... We have, we have a group now that can actually be special. It's all about if Arthur Smith can put him in the right place to be successful. I know the first couple weeks is going to be rough. Taylor one suspended. Pot for PEDs. He's out for four weeks. So
0: And, and Dennis Kelly moving from f- right tackle to left tackle. Well,
1: our right tackle was hurt last year. He was never 100%. But we got him back. He was a first-round pick two years ago, all pro in his first year. Got hurt in the New England Patriots playoff game was up and down all last season. But now Conklin is back anchoring the right side. But now our swing tackle Dennis Kelly has got to move to the left side, which matches him up with one of the most, most freakish defensive ends in the NFL, which is Miles Garrett. Week
0: one, starting ah, off being thrown to the fire. And it is going to be a tough week. For Dennis Kelly, expect I,
1: expect a lot of chips.
0: <laughs> I, I expect a lot of play action, yeah. a lot of a lot of bootlegs. He's going to be getting banged around all day. Mariota's is going to be rolling out, getting getting away from that side of the field, he whatever he can do. God, he and uh, this is when this is when your backs need to be on their A game on blocking and be able to help that tackle out and just chip a little bit and then go and do their thing. Because uh, Miles Garrett's one guy you have to slow down. Oh, yeah, but he's
1: all like I said. Dennis Kelly have a little bit of help. We signed Roger Scaffold from the Rams, so he's on the left side with him. So he's not going to be completely alone. And of course, Delaney will be over there with him, so he'll be able to he'll be able to smack him around a little bit too, just punching him here and there as he's coming off the line. And you know, Derek Carney's going to pop some shots at him when he can.
0: Oh yeah. And that's that's one guy that has to get started early this year. Derek, Derek Henry looked a little sluggish, a little slow the first half of the season last year. Towards then Eddie, Eddie
1: George gave him the old "Hey, get that bitch out your blood." Yeah, or that's what I would have told him. Yeah, because you're six three, six four, 245 forty five pound running back that can. He has wheels. He's not slow. Oh yeah,
0: he's he's a freak of nature. Yeah,
1: he's got the greatest stiff arm in the NFL. And like just imagine it's Jalen Ramsey in front of you at all times. Just run everybody over. Okay. I'm cool with it. <laughs> I'm gonna get my jabs in when I can, damn it.
0: But <laughs> like but I said, we,
1: we have a tough test because Cleveland's defense is not soft. No, no, they're not. They're they're not soft. Their whole team is not soft. That like,
0: team is hungry.
1: Yeah. Baker Mayfield has got he's got the swagger. He's got, you know, he's got the attitude. He's 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 a gifted athlete. Yeah. But, like I said, if we can find some way to rattle him, and I think if we get him rattled, then OBJ is going to get rattled and we can handle it.
0: I don't know if there's a way to rattle Baker Mayfield. It It is. It's to get after that ass. He has that it factor where I don't think you can knock the chip off his shoulder.
1: Uh, It can. But, like I said, we just got to get in his head a little bit. I think Kevin Byard may play some mind games with him a little bit.
0: Oh, yeah, I think Byard's going to be all over the field. I mean, <laughs> but, yeah,
1: he's going to have some fun. So, I'm I'm just – dude, I'm so excited for this. Like, I'm hoping Dory steps up. But, like I said, our defense will be tested because Jarvis Landry and no L Beckham Jr. Might are slide. back together again
0: yeah.
1: for the first time since yeah, LSU. LSU. Oh, yeah. And, like, who knew that those guys from LSU would be – so explosive in the NFL. Oh, yeah. Like Jarvis came out catching 100 balls, like right off the gate. OBJ was just just electric. Every time he touched the ball, it was like, hey, is he going to score? Glad he's out but, of the NFCs. But I'm sure you are. You yeah. get tired of seeing all
0: that. <laughs> tired of number but, 13 running up and down the field. Like
1: I said, and people talk so much about, you know, Chubb, Hunt, OBJ, and Jarvis Landry. They got no Joku. Who is a, actually? He's a really decent tight end.
0: Oh yeah, he's he's not a pushover at the position. The it, guy's the guy's gonna make catches. He's gonna make plays.
1: Just imagine if Joe Thomas would have hung out for a couple more years. They've got
0: <laughs> their offensive line's their decent. Offensive but, line's pretty decent, pretty yeah. good. But yeah, a guy like that, a hall of famer like Joe Thomas. I mean,
1: the, he's like one of the best pros ever.
0: Oh yeah, he's. There's no no doubt about it. He's a surefire first ballot Hall of oh, yeah. Famer in my mind. Most
1: definitely. But, I'm, but I'm, like, I'm really looking forward to it. And I actually think just because of our experience that we will pull it out.
0: That's what fans think. You stay behind your team. By three. By three.
1: We are, going, we are going to go up, and they're going to be trying to drive on us. And I'm saying right now, Kevin Byard seals the deal. Interception late in the game, baby.
0: There you go. So, you've heard it here first. Kenneth calling an interception to end the game. Baker Mayfield throwing it. And Kevin Byard getting all the glory. Yeah, buddy. But you got a big contract this offseason, so.
1: Hey, dollar signs for everybody in the NFL this year. Everybody everybody and their mama got paid. Everybody's
0: getting paid. Everybody got paid. Except for these two guys sitting in an apartment right now. Yeah, just talk some shit about football. studio. We're definitely in a studio. (laughs) Uh, but, but yeah, just two guys talking about football, and uh, we appreciate all the listeners we have. Any support we can get, like, shares, follow, all that good stuff, please, please help us out. Uh, tell your mama, tell your daddy, tell anybody that listen. Uh Hi, your mama, Neil. We here. Yeah.
1: We're here, and we're going to be here, coming live every week. We're going to try to do something like, like I said, last night we were out, doing a live stream so you guys could see, uh, see our faces instead of just hearing our voices. I was like, cause you know, want to get to know us, you know, people coming to us, talk like so we've been getting a lot of people here in our area talking to us about, you know, Hey, we y'all going to be doing different things. And yes, we will be actually doing a giveaway for some actual game tickets in a couple of weeks Getting we'll get some things panned out right now. So just make sure you're paying attention to the Facebook page the Instagram page, the Snapchat, the Twitter. Like I said, we got all the social medias. We're going to be, you know, having some guys come on that have actually played in the NFL, played college football, like big big time D1 football. Like we're going to we're going to try to, you know, try to give some, you know, different insights, of different things that have been, you know, seen and done all over. Like I said, the game of football is it's an amazing game. I played it for a long time. I love it. I've been, you know, watching and playing since I was a little kid. Like I said, we, something we're passionate about and we're just trying to, you know, express ourselves through this. And, you know, we hope you guys enjoy it. Um, like I said, we really appreciate everybody for all the likes and follows and shares and all the comments on all the Facebook posts. We've been posting a lot of funny stuff here lately, which is pretty cool how many people's actually been reacting with it and stuff. Like, you know, we're just starting out. We We had this dream for a while about actually starting it and it took us over a year to actually like, yo, let's just do it. And here we are now. And like, we appreciate you guys for joining us and being with us. And, uh, we hope that you, you know, tell your friends about us. Like I said, we're just, you know, normal guys working 40 hours a week at our regular jobs and taking care of our families. And, you know, just trying to live and do things we enjoy. And this is one of the things we enjoy. Like all day tomorrow is going to be football, food, and beer. Then Sunday is going to be, uh, football, food, and beer. So, (laughs) this is what we're going to be doing
0: yeah so like we said any any comments questions concerns constructive criticism please guys girls write to us message us whatever you gotta do let us know what y'all think let us know how we can improve because like like Kenneth said we are just said we just said fuck it and started it so we are new we are just trying to you know fly by the seat of our pants, if you will, and make this thing happen because it's something we've wanted to do for quite a while now. So just let us know what what y'all think, how we could be better, and uh, we appreciate y'all listening. So please, please
1: follow us on Anchor. Follow us on Spotify. We'll be on uh, Apple Podcasts. As soon as we post this, it takes a few days, but everything hits, all the mainstream podcast stuff, uh, you can get us at uh, Instagram at the crackback podcast. Uh, Twitter is the crackback pod uh, Facebook. You can find us at the crackback podcast. Um, like I said, reach out to us. You know, you can, you can talk to us about anything. If you, you know, if you want to hear us talk about something, you know, you want to throw in some kind of input or something, just let us know. Like I said, we, we really appreciate everything. Like I said, give us, you know, give us a like, give us a follow. You know, give us a rating, give us a review, you know, let us know how we're doing. We'll try to improve every week. Like I said, this week, you know, this is our first one. So this is just me and him going about our business. And like I said, I really enjoyed it. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Did you enjoy it?
0: Oh, had a hell of a time. Thank you guys for listening.
1: All right. Well, I'm Kenneth. I'm Josh. This is the Crackback Podcast.
0: WD831.